Hey there, I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Happy Valentine's Day! Today, we're discussing the ACLU taking New Hampshire to court over a new voting law, and the reason why the color red is literally everywhere today. But first, you may have heard our report yesterday that notorious drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman was convicted of narcotics trafficking and other charges. Well, Senator Ted Cruz has a big plan for El Chapo's ill-gotten gains. Cruz again pushed for the passage of his legislation, the Ensuring Lawful Collection of Hidden Assets to Provide Order, El Chapo Act, which he reintroduced last month. The legislation would reallocate the fortified assets of El Chapo and other convicted cartel bosses to, quote, border security assets and President Donald Trump's proposed border wall. Cruz tweeted Tuesday, quote, It's time to pass my El Chapo Act. I urge my Senate colleagues to take swift action on this crucial legislation, unquote. The tweet includes a graphic of an imprisoned El Chapo surrounded by money bags with the caption, quote, Make El Chapo pay for the wall. If you're wondering just how large El Chapo's fortune is, his assets are worth a reported $14 billion that the U.S. government is trying to seize. To note, Trump has demanded $5.7 billion for his promised border wall, though congressional negotiators have proposed a budget deal that includes far less. And a new battle over voting rights is brewing in New Hampshire. The American Civil Liberties Union filed a federal lawsuit Wednesday on behalf of two New Hampshire college students seeking to block a controversial new requirement for voters in the state saying the law imposes an unconstitutional poll tax on voters and makes it disproportionately harder for students to cast a ballot. In order to vote in New Hampshire, one needs to be domiciled there, meaning they have a continued physical presence in the state that they intend to maintain. And being domiciled is legally different from being a resident. The state legally defines a resident as someone who intends to remain in the state, quote, for the indefinite future. The new measure, HB 1264, which is set to take effect on July 1st, removes the phrase for the indefinite future from the definition of resident and makes it identical to the definition of domiciled. Thus, anyone claiming to be domiciled in order to be eligible to vote is also saying that they are a resident and is then obligated to be required to get a driver's license and register their car within 60 days. So what's the big deal? Well, the ACLU says the change is unconstitutional because it imposes a needless and unnecessary burden on college students and others who don't plan to stay in the state permanently but want to vote there. The Civil Liberties Group says the measure violates the First and Fourteenth Amendments because the state hasn't, quote, narrowly tailored the law to advance a, quote, compelling state interest. And that's not all. The ACLU says it also violates the 24th Amendment, which prohibits poll taxes, as well as the 26th Amendment, which grants the right to vote to anyone 18 or older. Last year, the New Hampshire Supreme Court found 3-2 to two that the new measure did not violate either the New Hampshire Constitution or the 1st or 14th Amendments of the U.S. Constitution. The court said the law did not amount to a poll tax, nor did it target young voters. We'll see what happens now that the case has been brought to the federal courts. And with it being Valentine's Day and all, you'll probably notice a lot of red today. Ever wonder what happens when you see red? Well, apparently there's a reason this color is associated with love and lust, especially when you wear it. 
Leslie Harrington, executive director of the Color Association of the United States, told HuffPost almost everyone around the world equates red with love. Part of the reason we make that connection, Harrington explained, may have to do with the fact that red is related to blood, which is related to the heart, which has become a symbol of love. There does not appear to be a specific moment in history when people began thinking of red as the color of love, but Harrington notes that over time, red has become a signifier for various aspects of life. She said, quote, red means fire, red means blood, red means heart, red means love. When we get passionate, we get hot, so we think of red, unquote. And when you wear red, the color can affect the way people perceive you. If you want to be perceived as sexy, red is, quote, the color to wear, Harrington said. There are a number of different shades in the red spectrum, many of which connote different ranges of emotion. Pink, for example, might represent the love one has for a child. It's sweet and innocent, the, quote, softer side of red, Harrington says. Meanwhile, a more vibrant, traditional red may be indicative of the type of passionate love you share with a spouse or romantic partner. Red also has some X-rated connotations, as with Amsterdam's famous Red Light District, known for legal prostitution, sex shops, and brothels. Red, though, represents more than just love. As Harrington noted, many people associate it with anger. Even the angry emoji is a red face. She said, quote, red literally has a love-hate relationship with itself. The fiery shade is also associated with power, Harrington said. If the president wears a red tie, for example, it is likely intended to convey power rather than sex appeal. It has, quote, that domineering, confident, don't mess with me kind of strength to it, she said. Historically, she added, red was worn by the wealthy and the elite as it was one of the most expensive colors to produce. Harrington went on to explain that, from a physiological standpoint, when people see the color red, their bodies have a physical reaction that mimics the feelings one experiences when falling in love, such as an increased heart rate. So, now you know why you're seeing red today. And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. The U.S. House voted Wednesday to end American assistance for the Saudi Arabia-led military campaign in Yemen. Republicans thrice blocked the House from even considering a resolution ending the policy, which has been linked to thousands of deaths. The measure, which is now expected to go to the Senate, is a show of force for Democrats and a new challenge to the kingdom and its allies in the Trump administration. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up. Bye, and happy Valentine's Day!